alive. You know the drill. If you don't, you sure as hell should by now. We don't care how you're listening, why you're listening. We're just happy you are listening here on the Brilliant Dumb Show. I'm Big Game Bob, behind the mic, ready to deliver, reporting for duty. Behind the glass over there, you're looking at Grace Ibrahim on the ones and twos. We are back rocking and rolling. Go ahead, sound the sirens, milestone episode, episode 30, just moving and grooving over here. Let's just go ahead and jump right on into this one because we got an action-packed episode for you here today, folks. This one's good, okay? Now, I I hadn't even started the podcast yet. So we didn't start recording until I saw that. I said, Grace, you got to get over here. We got to get rocking and rolling. Bizarre, bizarre story this is. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm watching TV today, and we're absolutely using this as the sports segment. I'm watching a rerun of the World Series of Poker from 2017. For those of you who don't know what the World Series of Poker is, it's a $10,000 buy-in. With a prize pot of $8 million. Hundreds of people in it. $10,000 buy-in. So they're rerunning the 2017 final table when it gets down to the finals. The last eight. I'm watching. There's this kid that I went to basketball camp with in summer. I was had to be 12 years old, so 14 years ago. He was a big man. Rough fell, re- got real down and dirty in the paint. Guy by the name, get the name, Scotty Blumstein. That's right, Scotty Blumstein. I'm watching the World Series of Poker Final. Fucking Blumstein's on the TV. Scotty Blumstein's sitting at the final table, Grace. I popped up out of my couch. I said, that's Scotty fucking Blumstein. What the fuck is Blumstein doing there? I forget, Scotty Blumstein was a poker player back in the day. Just did it for fun. This kid's about to win $8 million. I couldn't believe it. Now, I follow from all these years, like when Instagram first started, somehow, somewhere or the other, me and Blumstein followed each other, totally lost contact with each other. Last time I talked to him, I had to be 13, 14 years old. He friends me. Three years, four years later, whenever Instagram starts. So I, I followed Scotty Blumstein. I had no idea. So I DM'd him. I said, Blumstein, you dog. You got you to gotta come on the show. He just hit $8 million. He won. I'm watching the final table. Mind you, this is a rerun. I'm going bananas for the guy. So Blumstein gets back to me. He's living in Vegas right now. Scotty Blumstein's coming on the fucking show. What a name to have on episode 30 here. So, folks, what we're going to do now is we're going to call over to Scotty fucking Blumstein. We're going to call him in. Grace, let's call Blumstein, why don't we? Yo. Blumstein? What's going on? Scotty fucking Blumstein? Marstown's finest. Blumstein, you gotta realize I'm on my couch today watching this go down. Wait, the first off, welcome to the Brilliantly Dumb Show, Blumstein. Thanks for having me. Now you gotta realize, take this through my mind. I'm sitting on the couch today watching the rerun. 
And I pop up, I said, that's Scotty fucking Blumstein. Pretty crazy stuff, eh? Blumstein, let me, let me, let me I, I gotta ask you something. Where, where did this, again, World Series of Poker 2017, where did this come from? Have, were you just playing throughout the years and decided I'm going to go ahead and put $10,000 in? Yeah, I mean, basically I graduated college with like an accounting degree and I was like, I don't really want to be a, an accountant, you know? So I just kind of like played poker and just was just kind of getting by or whatever. Didn't think much of it and then finally took my shot in the tournament I was, you know, been dreaming about. I mean, any poker player just dreams of playing the fucking main event, so... I uh, decided to give it a shot, and uh, it worked out. Now, Blumstein, after you win the $8.1 million, did you say, man, I wish I was an accountant? <laughs> no, I actually, the first thing I did was hire one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, you know, I didn't really pay attention in school. I, guess I couldn't be an accountant even if I wanted to be, so I had to go find one. But, Blumstein, so let me ask you something. When you go to put in the $10,000, can you do like a payment plan to them, or did you just have to have 10k in cash? You had to be sweating your balls off. <laughs> yeah, definitely, uh, quite quite the rush. But yeah, no, you can't you can't put it on layaway, and then uh, you know no, that's not how it works. You got to show up with the with the money right there. So what I did was I I did uh, raise a little bit of uh, capital, as you would call it, you know, from a couple people here and there, some college buddies. My grandpa chipped in a little bit. Oh. Some old dude, some 93-year-old old dude that knew my grandpa got in there and helped uh, raising the funds. So in, in, in return, they got their cut of the winnings, and uh, you know some of them got quite a nice payday. So Unbelievable. Now, now, Blumstein, let me ask you something. What, what was the final amount that you won? 8 point what million? 8.15 million dollars. 8.15 yeah. million. Now, that night, you're in Vegas, right? This takes place in Vegas? Oh yeah. What do you What do you do? Is there Do they give you one of those big checks? Do you go to cash it? How does that play out? No, nah, like literally right after they walked us over to these like suites. It's at the Rio, which is you know, I don't know if you're familiar with Vegas. Oh, uh, you've been a little there. too, little too much. Blum saying a little too much. Yeah, well, yeah, you know. So, so the Rio though, it's like off the off the beaten path. You, know, you don't gotta tell me. I know. So there's not not a lot going on. So they they throw you they do throw you in this uh, this six suite. Though. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty cool. It's like got a living room, a, like two be- bedrooms, a a pool, and and uh, they just gave me that for a couple of days. And we went and I was pretty beat to be honest. You know, I mean, I'm I'm sure a lot of people would have celebrated probably a lot a lot more intense than I did, but I was beat and. You know, back then I, I was, uh, you know, I was a big boy back then. You're so a big boy. Of, I used to say, you, I said uh, on the intro, you, you used to man the paint at Jim Harder's camp. <laughs> you said a lot of pits yeah. for me. Yeah, it was a little, little yeah. I, look, that was that was some tough competition back then. I had to use, figure out a way to adapt and but, you know, use my body. What's amazing to me is though, when you said you were exhausted, didn't your friends that had a chip in the pot? I mean, I gotta ask for the followers. Did did hookers come in at some point? Did you do the strip club? Like, what was it right to bed? I mean, what did you do? So no, no, yeah, no, none of none of the fun stuff. I, the, the cool note is is that they just made weed legal like earlier that month, so like okay. a couple of weeks before. So I did a, a buddy did run over to the dispensary real quick and come back with a, a nice bag of goodies from there. 
And now they and can't I... pay you out cash, though, right? No, I, I I don't even know if that was an option. I guess it was, but I I basically uh, just like the next morning, either the next morning or two mornings, I think it was the next morning, I just rolled over out of bed and just went on my phone, logged into it, into the bank account that previously had, you know, maybe a couple thousand bucks in it. And there was the number just sitting there. Uh, Speaking of the and, number, I'm not going to yeah. ask for particular, but did Uncle Sam really give it to you? Yeah, Uncle Sam, that guy knows how to just Oh, jeez. Now, Clumsy, yeah. while you're at the final table, okay, because, like, I've done poker tournaments before and stuff. When you're at the final table and a man goes down, are you now in your head calculating, okay, I just made $1 million, I just made $1.8 million as the people are dropping down? I, I really tried not to do that just because – you know, you gotta you gotta keep your eye on the prize, Robbie. You can't just start counting your chickens before they hatch. But no, I mean, like obviously, when someone lost, that did happen. But I wanted, uh, you know, first place. So I wasn't really like trying to think about that and more just focusing on the poker. Now and so, Blumstein, shame on me if I don't ask this. And you know, it's for a lot of people who then you know come famous, whatever it may be. You hit the eight point one one five million, whatever it was. Are people now starting to come out of the woodworks that you haven't spoken to in a long time? It wasn't as bad as you would think. It wasn't as bad as you would think. Uh, I think it's like, you know, I'm no Joey Coldcuts over here. So oh, like, he's a yeah, fan. Why about Joey Coldcuts with a shout-out from the 2017 That's... World Series of Poker winner? Hey, Cuts. Not, not only not only am I a fan, I'm, I'm still distraught over, over the, the recent – competition we witnessed the loss uh, to Manny Rigatoni yeah that was that was brutal well you know what's great about cuts it, it's not like he took it well you know you would think <laughs> some of these people who lost they took it well he the, he was devastated for a good week yeah I, mean, I don't blame him I don't blame him I mean you get blindsided you know you think you think you're just putting your favorite that was what was cool about my run was that you know such an underdog right nobody knows who you are nobody nobody sees it coming you know, but when you're a huge favorite and you take a loss like that, it, it hurts. Unbelievable. I, I mean, really, Blumstein, you should have seen me pop out at this cash. This was, it was fat. I mean, I was watching it like it was live. I had no idea Blumstein won. Yeah, it's that's crazy. I mean, we go way back. You know, that's it's it's wild. Two two kids from uh, Jim Martin's camp. Well, here, I mean, you've done your North. part. Maybe I could do mine soon. Now I'm next up, I guess. I think so. I mean, I was, uh, you know, I saw the potential back then. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't really remember too much of the basketball that we played, but, but, you know, from a comedic standpoint, you know, you were, you were always up there. So. And you know what, Blumstein, when, when you would, when you would set those ball screens for me, I would say, <laughs> you know what, that kid's going to be a good poker player one day. Well, yeah, I think, I think it was all, I mean, I, I, I almost got thrown out of that camp a couple of times for, for bad behavior as well. So I think, you know. It was Jim Harder himself, but Jim would really lay down the law. I mean, if you, they, they, they really yeah. have breeded us there to be good. You know, you just, you did yeah. something wrong. He has no problem kicking you out of his own camp. Yeah, it was like DeMarcus Cousins back then is really the only way <laughs> he I can, just, can uh, Yeah, one word, you're out of there. Yeah. Gee, well, Blumstein, what, while we're on the topic and. While we got you, could what would you describe Big Game Bob as a basketball player? Man, it was, it's really it was a long time ago. It's it dating me back, but but I I would say no wrong answers here, Blumstein. No wrong I know, answers I here. 
I just loved how selfless you were. You know, I'll just that's, that's that's it. At the end of the day, you know, you're, you you cared more about about getting Alex Victorici a bucket than you did that's yourself. An unbelievable, and that, and unbelievable and name drop. Look, I'm not going <laughs> to drop 25 a game, but I'm going to see the floor well. I'm going to play fundamental defense. Yep. You know, and I'll, I'll pick my spot. And that's and that's all Jim really wanted from you. You know, he didn't really ask for more. That's all. So. Look, let's be frank. That's all Jim Jim could have asked for. It's a shame we couldn't have even had Jim on the pod. I know. Well, I know. Seemed, so now, speaking of cold cuts and speaking of coming out of the woodworks, we're not going to ask for money. What we are going to ask for is if we take a trip up to Vegas, let, let's get with Scotty Blumstein. Let's do a night out of town. You say the word, I'm there. I, this is my this is my home now. You know, I, this is Joey Coldcuts has officially just booked his flight. I guarantee you. he's going <laughs> to hear this five seconds later. He's logging into JetBlue. I I can't wait. Really, I'll have. Go ahead. No, I'm saying we'll yeah we'll, we'll do it up in style. I mean, I, a night out with Coldcuts is just that's a treat. So I'm 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 here for it. Blumstein, I I so proud of you. Like I said, from day one, I said, that kid's going to be a good poker player. Keep doing your thing. We'll hold you to the Vegas trip. My God, to see you on that TV today, just fascinating. You dog, Scotty motherfucking Blumstein, coming on episode 30 of the Brindley Dumb Show. Blumstein, thank you for your time. Thanks for having me, Robbie. And I look look forward to seeing you out here in the desert, you know? It's going to be some prime content will be made. Coming sooner than you think, Blumstein. You dog, congratulations, buddy. Thanks, buddy. You too. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. Always. Well, Grace, uh, this one was put on a platter for me, believe it or not. Um, In the news today, an Instagram model has raised more than half a million dollars by sending naked selfies in return for a donation to the Australian Wildfire Crisis Fund. You talk about a bad thing gone good for the Aussies. I mean, I don't know what made this girl think of it. It's clearly working. Her Instagram handle is the naked philanthropist. So I'd say that makes a lot of sense. And the first thing I actually thought of, by the way, what's going down in Australia is a tragedy. Plain and simple. But this girl decides to use her tits to her benefit, for the Aussies' benefit, and and rack up over, no, no pun intended on the rack up, but produce over $500,000 for them now? Now, as great as this is, the one person looking at this that isn't too thrilled, you gotta feel for a girl like Mia Khalifa, out here just grinding it out in the porn, and no pun intended there, Grace, just grinding it out here in the porn industry, scratching and clawing for, you know, what, 5K a scene? Maybe 10K a scene, depending on on how long it goes? You know, I I, got to tell you, this is truly interesting right here. And you would think that the, the donors, that they would just share the photo between one another, but it's kind of like you pay the $10, you get the picture, I mean, do you text her? Because after this this many donations, how do you get a hold of her? Is there there like a GoFundMe type thing where you, you do the $10 and she emails it to you? Is this by email? 
Is there some type of referral program here that she's running? And, and the funniest thing about it is there's an interview of her with, where they're asking her about it. The naked philanthropist, very pretty girl. But she's talking like she's headed into the AFC wildcard game. I think her name is Samantha. They were like, Samantha, what made you start this? She's like, well, look, Bob, I, I've always had a, a pretty decent rack. And, uh, you know, as as the days went on, my tits started to develop. And, you know, I saw what's going on in Australia. And I decided it was time for me to take action. So I just took off my sweatshirt, took off my bra, and, you know, just started sending some nudies. I mean, just saving life one nudie at a time. The Aussies, I, I, I mean, they're blown away by this, as am I. She, this girl's putting out fires with her tits. And I'm sorry to be vulgar, but this is... Ma, I, I apologize, but I'm reading this word for word off the news. U.S. model, I'm sorry, her name was Kaylin. Kaylin Ward sends naked selfies for Australia Fires Charity Fund and raises more than $700,000. I mean, think about it. What if, what if Caitlin just said, look, I, I just all I want is 8%. I'll give the 92% to the fires. Caitlin Ward is now rich off her tits. It, it's just, just 2020, what a way to start. Really something special. But in all honesty, big thank you to the naked philanthropist. I donated $10 and said, hold the tits. I just wanted to donate. Imagine she starts just, you know, sending nudies to anybody that donated, like families are donating. They're doing it on their smart TV in the living room. Next thing you know, a pair of Kaylin's tits just pop up. Just a wild time in Australia. But again, Kaylin Ward, big shout out. Whatever it takes to get the job done, clearly getting the job done here. Thank you on behalf of you and your breast. Anywho, we're going to go ahead and keep this thing moving on. Grace, my buddy, uh, he, he just proposed to his girlfriend. We found out on Instagram. He didn't even let us know that, that it was going to go down. I don't know if I'm not in the circle that would know before it goes down that it's going down, but I found out on Instagram. So I, I kind of want to confirm and ensure my place in the wedding. But we're 26 years old, so me and my friends, we don't really, we're kind of new to the wedding game. We don't know, you know, do, when do, do we start planning the bachelor party now? Do we look for tickets? Where's the wedding going to be? Do we start, you know, looking at venues? Do we have to go with him to look at venues? We don't know how it all works. So I got a group chat going to kind of just get this thing started, which I would like to think is going to kind of assure my position and not just the wedding, but definitely the bachelor party. That's what I'm really gunning for. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take the initiation here. Let me get the party started here. We weren't going anywhere. I, I mean, we just couldn't get anything done. People were shooting the shit in the group chat. There was 10 of us. So I said, here's what I'm going to do to make it interesting. Let me at least come out with some lines for you guys that we could bet on. So instead of planning all of that to kind of ease all the stress of wedding planning for him, I started putting out odds. Like how long would they be together? That's sitting at under over six and a half years. Some slam the over, some slam the under. 
Odds on best man at the wedding, odds on under over how long the best man's wedding speech is going to be. 8 minutes 32 seconds right now is the under over. We're having the time of our lives with this thing now. The, 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 the different things you can now bet on going into my friend's wedding is just sheer madness. That's what we're doing. Thank God he's not in the group chat. I'd like to think he takes the over of six and a half years, but he's from my, my good town. Shout out, home turf, hometown, Randolph, New Jersey. His dad is a very successful dentist. So I happened to ask him, I said, Alex, where are you going to do the wedding? He said, well, believe it or not, we're actually thinking about doing it at the dentistry. I said, you're going to do it at the, the dentistry? He goes, yeah, well, it's really nice outside. It's perfect for a wedding venue. Perfect for a wedding venue. What's cocktail hour going to be? What are you just going to be dishing out Crest toothpaste? Everybody's just slugging, wishing, and washing on mouthwash? We're all getting fucked up on toothpaste and mouthwash. We're going to do it at a dentistry. Now, here's the best part. He says, well, it's all going to be outside. This way, we don't. the business doesn't even have to shut down. I said, hold on, hold on. You're not just doing this thing at a dentistry. You're keeping the dentistry. You're keeping office hours are open. You're not going to shut the place down for a wedding. Could you imagine walking into an appointment that day? You're trying to tell the dentist what's wrong with you. And all you hear in the background, come on now, shout everybody now, shout, hey, hey, hey. yeah, Doc, I'm, I got a cavity in my mouth, oh, 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 it hurts when I bite down now, go, oh, 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 I think it may just need a cleaning, hey, 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 I mean, could you imagine going through that? I, I, I better not have to pay for that. I said, Alex, you're gonna keep, you're gonna keep it open. You can't do that with a full blown wedding going on. What is he gonna come back into the office? Sorry about that, sir. I just had to go get a crab cake. Now open your mouth. Let's see what type of cavities we have. You imagine he's like cleaning the guy's teeth out while he's just biting down on a crab cake. Hold on, I'll be right back. They're starting to bring out the egg rolls. You're gonna keep this thing open. Holy shit, I don't know how I feel about that. You imagine? I mean, Doc, his dad might just show up in a pair of scrubs. We're watching his son get married in a pair of scrubs. In and out between somebody's mouth. I mean, this wedding's gonna be bizarre. We, I said, fuck it, why don't we just do the bachelor party at the dentistry too? I mean, at the rate we're going, we'll all get a couple cleanings. We'll order in. We'll cater in. I mean, you guys do that for lunch anyway. You know, maybe after hours, get a couple dentist strippers. I don't know how this works. Call me crazy, but I think we're all just kind of winging it at this point. But stay tuned for that. Okay? You know, if the invite comes, great. I think I'm on the fence on the invite. To get invited to the bachelor party, we'll see. I mean, if the invite comes in, I'm there. With or without the RSVP, I think it'll be a zoo. But, yeah, we're going to be doing it from the dentistry. Oh, God. Anyhow. Grace, we are moving on. All be darn Grace Ibrahim.
If I'm not mistaken, it is indeed that time where myself and the good people here of the Brilliant Dumb Show ask you for just a little bit of a drum roll, please. It's the Bob segment. Week by week, following that week after that week, we do this week by week. File your questions in. What do you want to know? What do you want to ask? Ask Bob. He's ready for you. He'll take your questions. Before we ask Bob, we got to let you know that the Brilliant Dumb Show is brought to you by the finest liquid there is. That liquid is indeed Windex. Whip it, wipe it, clean it, spray it. I put that shit on everything. This question here is coming from Athens, Georgia. Kent Landry. Kent Landry would like to know, Bob heard the segment about the backing in, pulling in argument. What you're not accounting is traffic. When I take my kids to soccer practice, the reason I back in is so that we can get out of there faster. Here's the thing, Kent. Now, maybe you're not concerned about timing going to to soccer practice because if you pull into your spot... It's going to save you a lot more time than backing into soccer practice. Maybe you're a timely guy, Ken. But that's not the point I was making in last week's episode, which which this got a lot of traction, was the, the argument that I, I don't think has been brought up yet that needs to be brought up is I don't understand people who back in the parking spots. I just don't get it. Now, Ken, on the way out from soccer practice... Maybe you're beating me out of that spot, but what I'm saying is not by much. I mean, we're talking a second or two, Kent. I'm throwing that sucker in reverse. I'm gas, little brake action, right on over to drive, and I'm I'm on my merry way. You know, all I'm saying is if you mathematically look at it, I guarantee, not that I'm looking at it the proper way, but I, I can guarantee you that it's a lot faster to go head in to the parking spot, then go back. I mean, the level of difficulty on that K turn with the with the spin, that reverse K, go a little past the parking spot. Mind you, what we didn't account for last week was you could go a little by the parking spot. What if, you know, Johnny Be Good behind you needs a parking spot and thinks you're just going past that parking space? Then you just lost it. Another thing to account for. So I'd love to know the science on it. I really would. But I'm so confident that going directly into the parking spot is a lot more efficient than backing in and then getting out head first. I don't know. To be determined, keep the DMs flowing. I'm enjoying seeing them. A, a real true debate that has not been brought into the table that we just did here on the Brilliant and Dumb Show. Episode 30. That does it for me. Big Game Bob, Grace Ibrahim, signing out. We will see you next week, episode 31. Let's just keep this shit rolling. World Series of Poker winner Scotty Blumstein joined us on the show today. I may or may not have a wedding coming up. lot to look forward to. lot got done here. Episode 30. We will see you next week, folks. Sayonara.